I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is the Steel Curtain Network's Dave Schofield coming at you at 9.19 on Tuesday night. Uh, where else would you rather be as a Steeler fan? But with me, as always, except when he's not, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight? There was no clerical error. Putting that out there for Kathy right now. Kathy, no clerical <laughs> error. This one's on Dave. He had a meeting yes. that ran yes, late. Yes, this was so. we had some meetings running late. This is about Steel Curtain Network and our new landing spot um with with the new network that we're going to be a part of uh moving forward on March 1st. We're trying to make sure everything's set up, transitioned good. We've got there's a, actually a lot of SB Nation podcasts that are going to be a part um of this new network and if it doesn't come through to where we have stuff going out there on March 1st, it's not because of that. It's because SB Nation hasn't got us the information and everything to roll over. But I, it's right now, it's looking like everything's good to go. But that's what I was dealing with tonight. Um, and meeting ran over a little bit. Rich was patient. But we are here to talk Steelers. And I can talk. I'm so happy to actually be able to have a voice. Rich is hey. not a bit excited. Um, it, it was, man, last week was tough. I couldn't. I mean, if you thought Tuesday night was bad, uh, when I went to try to record Stat Geek, I could not speak above a whisper. And I'm like, I don't think people want to hear the whisper challenge. Uh, so luckily, Jeff stepped in and did that. I could talk a little bit on Thursday. I was doing better by the time Brian and I did our Week That Was podcast, which if you haven't checked that out, we're on Sunday morning. It's a it's a blast. It's Brian Anthony Davis and I just kind of goofing around talking about things that happened this past week. Um in case you all don't realize, we we haven't been doing the Steelers update podcast that we started up because after talking with some of the people that some of the listeners, they said it, it, it kind of buried the other shows that uh, there was just so much there on the feed. So we're like, hey, let's let's step back and see, uh, you know, the last thing we want to do is have that push our other shows down and everything else. But hey, that doesn't matter. We are here. We are ready to go rich. We're talking inside linebackers tonight. Are you really excited about inside linebackers for the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> Jack Lambert. Jack Lambert. <laughs> no, actually, you, you know, you know, growing up, he was my favorite. Steelers. Yeah. Well, so. and here's the thing. This, this is tonight, tomorrow morning. Let's ride. 
Jeff Hartman's talking about something he brought up with his uh, letter to the editor this past week on the website, and that is Jack Ham. So that yeah. so you're going to be hearing about it a little bit more tomorrow's Vertex article from Jeffrey Benedict and I. That's on Robert Spillane because we're going through Steelers free agents. Um, and we, we started with the ones that played the most snaps and we're working our way down. So next up was Robert, Robert Spillane. Um, before we go any further, I do have to do, do two special shout outs. First shout out is to Daniel J for stepping in, being part of the show last week. Daniel was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being willing to do that on Valentine's day, by, by the way, um, that, that he would take the time to do that. You want to say anything to, to Daniel? First of all, yes. Thank you, Dan, for coming in. It's great to do that. But, you know, uh, I, next time, you know, I know there's going to be a, a, a point in time where he and I end up doing a show, a Scobro show, when you can't be there or something. Mm-hmm. I just got to tell him we've just got to raise his energy level up to that of, you know, Scobro caliber. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, he's such a laid back guy. And, and I love it. He's actually really easy to talk with on this show. But sometimes it's like, yeah. <laughs> Bring the energy. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, uh let's see, a, a little bit uh a little bit more Jerry Lawler, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, first of all, my the first show I ever did with Daniel, we'll never forget it. Because it was live at Heinz Field. And it was Heinz Field That's at the right. time. It was still Heinz Field. That, uh, that it was uh it was a Scobro Road show. Um, where we were at the we're at the same game, part of the 122 crew. So thank you, Daniel, for that. Next up, if you didn't catch the Steelers hangover from Monday, you've got to at least go back and watch the beginning because we did a very, very special tribute to one Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman. And Rich, you would be proud. I called him Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman. And and it was all about it was the sound bite, man. It was a sound bite. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> that was what it was all about because yesterday was Jeff's 40th birthday. So we, Brian set up something to do a little something special with Jeff there at the beginning of the hangover. So we at least got to acknowledge it there. Um, great, great, great time was had there. Uh, let's get back to inside linebackers. Okay. Inside linebackers. It's really interesting because I, I keep seeing a wide variety of things across Steelers Twitter, across behind the steel curtains, comment sections that some people are downplaying the Steelers need to get improved play or have players at the inside linebacker position. So before we get into looking at how they built it last year, how they're going to build it for next year, how much do Rich, how much do you prioritize inside linebacker when it comes to this is something that the Steelers really need to make sure they're dealing with for the season? Uh, to me, it's a top three. Yeah. I, I still have people like, oh, it's not nearly as important as the offensive line. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm okay with the offensive line getting some upgrades. The offensive line has five starters if, returning. I was gonna say, but if we don't get it, if you if you don't get an upgrade, I'll be disappointed on the offensive line. But we won't be, you know, up Crushed, the creek in trouble. Yeah, we won't be up the creek. We won't. Oh, you had no. I won't do it. No, go ahead. It, it you know, it. We won't be in Bonnie. <laughs> oh yeah, Bonnie Rubble. Bonnie Rubble. Trouble. trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, you and I both love that movie. For those of you that don't know, that's an that's an Ocean's Eleven reference. Um, so, and not not the original Rat Pack, but the but the the the, the newer ones. Yeah. I, I yes, some people think oh, cornerback they really could use that. I agree, but right, all oh, defensive line. Sure, the Steelers yeah. are in trouble with who they have a defensive line. But to me, if you look at all those positions. Some people might argue with this offensive line. To me, I think inside linebacker is what was lacking the most last year out of all those positions that I just mentioned. Yes. I mean, maybe not by a lot, but I, I would put that as the number one thing that I felt that the Steelers didn't have the quality play there that they needed. And then you talk about losing players at the position. That's 
I, that's a big concern for me. When Jeff Hartman and I did our team needs 1.0, when I was on Let's Ride, my goodness, when, when that was, I don't even think it was in the month of February, but it was a while ago. That was my number one, was inside linebacker. So to me, it's something, I think some Steeler fans look at it to say, hey, if you get in an improved defensive line, who you have at inside linebacker might not be as important. I can understand that. But right now, the Steelers, all they have signed for inside linebackers outside of players that were signed as futures contracts, which means their contract doesn't even kick in until March 15th. All they have left is a player that spent one year on the team that as a free agent and a player that spent one year on the team as a seventh round draft pick. That's all they have. Yep. So... Before we dive into this year, let's look at last year. Let's look at how the Steelers constructed their inside linebacker room. And they kind of done it two, kind of did it two years in a row. Two years ago, it was a very late signing. It was already in the preseason. Last year, it was actually, was it right before the league year because he was a street free agent? Perhaps it might have been one of the Steelers' first ones, or it might have been after. I can't remember exactly. I can't remember when exactly when it was. I, I'm, I'm, I might be mistaken, but it was in the month of March. I just don't. He wasn't. It wasn't the same thing that he had to do it um, by the certain date. But the Steelers signed an outs an inside linebacker and from the Jacksonville Jaguars last year when this what the Steelers did is they people are like, oh, you can't pay Joe Schobert all this money and keep him around. The Steelers did not release Joe Schobert until after they signed Miles Jack. They signed Miles Jack. They still had Devin Bush. They still had Robert Spillane. They, they drafted an inside linebacker late in the draft, and they had another special teams guy that was technically on the inside linebacker depth chart. That's how they shaped it. And so it was kind of a little bit of everything. Rich, what what do you think about how the Steelers approached it last year? Do, do you think it was the, the right way? Do you think they should have done something different? I, I don't know. I don't know if you'd call it anything the right way or the wrong way. Um, it's just, it was kind of what was presented to them to do. Yeah. And I was okay with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I was, I was fine with how they approached and did it. Um, the thing I maybe would have considered more was getting a higher draft pick dedicated to inside linebacker. Yeah. But so, which is good in theory. The question is, was the player there to do it? Exactly. Yeah. Because look at it two years ago, it was. Vince Williams was cut as a cap casualty. Vince Williams was signed back at a much lower rate. And Vince Williams retired the day before training camp. Yeah. That was the Vince Williams saga of, of 2021. Then this, that's when the Steelers traded for Joe. I said signed, traded for Joe Schobert in the preseason because it was Schobert replaced Williams. Then last year, the Steelers signed Miles Jack and afterwards immediately cut Joe Schobert and it was Jack replaces Schobert. I don't know. Some people are like, oh, well, Miles Jack, they could save $8 million with Miles Jack if, if they release him. Then you're down to one inside linebacker. To me, the only way I see the Steelers moving on from Miles Jack is if it's something like what happened with Joe Schobert, where they actually signed his replacement and then released him. I, I'm not saying I think that's going to happen, but I, to no, me, but yeah, yeah, there, there has to be. You won't see Miles Jack just released as a cap casualty. Yes, if, if he's released, it's because they've already figured out what the the direction they want to go at inside linebacker. Yeah. Um, yes. Not saying that they that they even do. Like I'm not gonna be surprised yeah. Miles Jack's still on this team. Yeah. Oh, it, it, well, I mean, right now you you <laughs> it, 
to me, you're like, oh, well, you cut him to clear the cap space. Cap space for what? You would have one inside linebacker. You don't right. want that. It's more important to have a second inside linebacker right now than it would be to have that cap space. Now, if you get other inside linebackers and then want that cap space, it's a whole different story. One other thing about I want to say about last year is this. The Steelers have really been struggling at this position ever since the injury to Ryan Shazier. Um, And they've kind of been scrambling ever since. They drafted Devin Bush. You thought you had it. Devin Bush gets injured. Um, It has not worked out. Vince Williams ends up retiring. You know, even though he was just the, the, the run stopper guy, the Steelers haven't had that. And they've kind of been reeling ever since. The Steelers did spend a decent round draft pick in 2021 on inside linebacker when they drafted Buddy Johnson. And last year, Buddy Johnson did not make the team or the practice squad. Yeah. Was that just a swing and a miss? Um, I mean, because that's the thing. that You could say, oh, well, maybe around the fourth round you could draft an inside linebacker. Well, if it's not the right guy... Is it really worth it? Yeah, good question. <laughs> Ask Omar. Ask Omar. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So that's the thing. So sometimes, and, and this is a difficult position to play in the NFL anymore because you're asking guys to be in there to be able to come up and stuff the run, stop the run. You got to be able to stop the run. But then you also got to be able to cover because bottom line is, no matter what you put on the field, a good offense is going to ask that inside linebacker to do the weakest thing that they can do. Yep. Fair? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, And just so you know, um, Buddy Johnson was on and off practice squads last season, spent some time in San Francisco, some time in Houston. That's just kind of – just to kind of put a bow on that. Um, now, yeah. now, let me, now let, me, let me tell you this. So I – have the fix for okay. what the Steelers need to do at inside linebacker. Okay. It's guaranteed to work because it's worked before. All right. Okay. You take all the inside linebackers on the Steelers. Mm-hmm. You put them in uniform. Got to be the black. Got to be the black jerseys. Mm-hmm. You put them in their helmets. And you set them down Kennywood. <laughs> Put them on the Raging Rapids. Put them on the Raging Rapids. And hope when they get off, they're Jack Lambert. They're Jack Lambert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> it, it is crazy. I'll be honest. It's, it's a, I find it tough to say how many great inside linebackers do you really think of across the NFL? If it, it, It's yeah. so – I really think it's a tough position to it play. Is. It is. You know? Let's look at Mark Robinson. The Steelers come in. They 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 deploy Mark Robinson in Week 17 against the Ravens. They they utilize him where he hadn't been utilized before. Had a great game plan, different game plan. Go to use it. Worked well. But what do you know? The very next week, as soon as Mark Robinson's on the field, the Cleveland Browns have the have the the Browns have the capability. To instantly know if he's coming on the field, we're going to a pass. Yep. That's what they that's what they decided to do because they're like, if if we have someone out there that they have a glaring weakness, to not just try to exploit that glaring weakness would be a mistake. Now, doesn't mean Mark Robinson's going to have the same weakness going forward. He played one year in college at the position, one year in the NFL, had to learn an awful lot. It really drives me nuts when people are like, he should have been on the field so much sooner. You really, you know, seeing what happened in the final week of the season, what the Browns did once they knew what he what he did and what his limitations were, you really think that was going to work in week four? I, I, I don't think, because I don't even think he was there. I mean, where he was in week 17 was, going, was just the knowledge that he's growing in the NFL had to be infinitely more than what it would have been earlier in the season. So just to think that, oh yeah, if he would have been, he should have been out there earlier. It wasn't, it wouldn't have been the same guy. Wouldn't have been the same one person that was ready. I mean, think people still think back. 
I love using the the example of Martavis Bryant. How many games was he inactive to start his career? It was at least four. The Steelers, he wasn't ready to go out there and be an NFL wide receiver yet. And that was as a fourth-round draft pick. How much more might that be necessary for a seventh-rounder? So to me, that's that was the, the, the evolution of Mark Robinson and his usage, I feel, was – was likely appropriate based on what he was bringing to the table for the Steelers. Did you have any problems with with how they did Mark Robinson last year? No, not not at all. Now, my my question moving forward from for Mark Robinson, which we will know a lot come yeah, a week or two into training camp probably. Mm-hmm. Is it will become evident on did Mark Robinson take his offseason and spend a lot of time saying, "Hey, I've got to work at the position." work on coverage stuff, learn how to read, learn how to move, learn how to do these things to try to become a starter at inside linebacker in the NFL. Yeah. And you know what? If it takes, if it still takes another year or so, that's okay too. That's what seven round draft picks are there for, especially if you can put them out there on special teams. If it takes them a while to really get it down, they still could. It's okay if it takes some time. You know, when you draft someone in the first round and it takes them two or three years to develop, then it's a problem. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. I want to see him take steps. And if he's still not even the whole way there, that's fine. Love the potential and everything else. But it's just Mark Robinson and Miles Jack. Let's go ahead and turn the corner. Let's let's start looking forward. How do the Steelers build this room going forward? You buy a DeLorean. <laughs> that can't be the answer every time. Install, install a flux right. capacitor. I, I gave you one. Go I back in you time one. and get Jack Lambert <laughs> and bring, you know, 1975, 1976 Jack Lambert back to 2023. And there you go. Okay, um, don't make me, don't make me. You are, with all due respect, dumb. Don't make me, okay? I don't know if you know this. I kind of went on a little bit of a, it wasn't very long. I kind of did a little bit of a rant and a comment on one of my articles today. And it was, and it was this. I did the article from our, from our offensive line, um, from our show last week where we asked the question at the end of the number and I praised our live chat in the number. I'm like, you know what? Everyone took it seriously. Everyone answered truthfully. I didn't get answers of negative two. That's how many starting line linemen are going. They're going to have next year. That's the kind of stuff you see on social media. That's the trolling you see there. I wrote an article today about, Hey, what other act, what other coaching title should the Steelers be looking to fill this year? I want them to fill more coaching spots. They they they're still minus two, and that's assuming that the that the new hasn't been announced by the Steelers yet. Uh, Aaron Curry, that's the right Aaron. I think that's the right name. Yes. Aaron Curry um, being announced now. He put something on his own social social media that was Steelers related. So I have a feeling we'll get an announcement from the Steelers tomorrow. That's one coach coming back. Whether, you know, some people are like, oh, inside, you know, Jerry Dulock's like, well, what are they going to do with Jerry Ozowski? Are they going to have two inside linebackers coach? We're like, Jerry Bear, this guy's been an outside linebackers coach, defensive line coach. That's what he does. Why are you worried about Jerry L? Well, the Steelers run their outside linebackers with their defensive line. Well, this guy was a defensive line coach as well. He's obviously going to be working with those guys, those position groups. Uh, th- that's just crazy. But anyway, so that fills one role. I was asking a question about filling the other roles. Are you do you, do the Steelers want another assistant head coach like they had in John Mitchell? Do they need another senior defensive assistant, or do they want to use that to 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 have somebody else? I suggested you know a passing game coordinator, things like that. And I'm like, what coaches are you going to do? And I was so disappointed with the community today. Based, you know, it was not like with the last one. Yeah, they they wanted to troll. So I kind of went on a on a little thing. I'm like, you know what? Yes. You want to, I mean, someone says, oh, three, three more coaches, offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, and offensive coordinator. I'm like, yeah, you're you're funny. That's great. That's not actually helping figuring out what's best for this team. Right. So, so I allowed you to troll me twice, three times, <laughs> three times, and I'm putting you in a timeout. 
But sure, I know what you mean. The Steelers have had such good, great inside linebackers. They really have. And and, and really, you know, you're like, what do they do moving forward? Well, that depends. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of questions out there. Do the Steelers resign Robert Spillane? Okay. That's a great question. My thought is still, even if you re-sign Robert Spillane, we still need an upgrade somewhere. Yep. Um, so, so in my opinion, you're still at that point, if you re-sign Robert Spillane, you're still not done. Yeah. So, you know, this is one of those position positions groups where it's, you know, you have two guys that start on the field and you think, well, maybe we're at a point where you, you need one more move. The Steelers only have two guys under contract right now. Yeah. You know, you're looking at multiple moves needing to still be made by the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, like I said, people are saying, you know, cornerback, corner. at least the Steelers have a couple guys under contract for corner. You know, they have Wallace, Witherspoon, Pierre, Mollette. They have some guys that played last year under contract. Now, are they are they good enough? Are they really the standard? No, I agree. That's why they also need cornerback. They just don't even have enough people with inside linebacker. You've got right. two. You've right. got to do something. And while you're doing it, why not upgrade? Hey, we're going to go ahead and take a real quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more specifically about what the Steelers can do with this position. So if you're here with us on YouTube or Facebook Live, we'll be back in a couple of seconds. And if you're here with us on the audio side, we'll be back right after these messages. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, let's keep rolling, talking about this inside linebacker position. So, Rich, the, you've got the fancy name that people, that some people, a lot of Steelers fans would like to see. They're talking NFL bloodlines. They're talking, why not have another set of brothers? What, what do you say about Steelers fans that are hoping that Tremaine Edmonds could be the player that the Steelers added inside linebacker. I would love it if Tremaine Edmonds was the player that the Steelers could add it inside linebacker. Unfortunately, they can't. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It just isn't going to make sense from a money standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, and someone pointed out something that I've listed James Pierre because he's James Pierre is a restricted free agent. So the Steelers have the rights to keep him from going if they choose to, to, to do that. That's why I put him in that list. Um, you know, it's, it's not an unrestricted free agent. Now, do they want to really offer him the tender? I don't know if they're going to do that either, but at the same time, they have the decision to keep them. If, if keep him, if they want to, um, some, some people, you know, they're all about the Tremaine Edmonds. He was one of the best linebackers in the NFL last year. And a lot of people want to yeah. point out, oh, well, look, look at this, look at that. To, I, I constantly keep saying it. I think inside linebacker are, are a bunch of players that are that are basically trying to keep their head above water because they're asked to do so much, and they're the ones that that when they make the plays great. I mean, people talk about all oh, the Ravens. I wish the Steelers would have done what they did. They have, they had Patrick queen. They had, they signed a huge deal for Roquan Smith, but still Roquan Smith gave up the touchdown game winning touchdown. 
to Najee Harris on that yep. pass in yep. week 17. Even one of the who's supposed to be one of the best inside linebackers because they're put in bad positions constantly. So the Steelers really do need to build their team better on the defensive line, on the back end, to not have to ask their inside linebackers to do too much. Do you think that's a key to to improving that position is by being able to not have to ask them to do even more? Um, I, I was trying not to do it, but I'm going to give Dave, the Dave answer. That depends. That depends on what you have in there starting. It, 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 you know, if you are able in some way, here or there or some way, to have a player that is more like a Ryan Shazier, mm-hmm. you're not having to ask as much on that back end because he could do it all. Yes. But the problem is there's not a lot of those out there. No. So my thought is, based on what I see the Steelers potentially ended up having to do, is, is solidify that middle a little more but be working hard to to back it up on the back end, which they've been able to do, which is why, to me, one of the biggest signings I would like to see happen is not at inside linebacker, but to help the inside linebacker, I think it helps to keep a hold of the Edmonds that we've already had Mm -hmm. because I think with he and Minka at safety, you're then able to... What I want to say, roll a little more help towards that inside linebacker. You know, so, yeah, some of those weaknesses. I know exactly what you're saying, you might, I, and I agree with you that you might have there, which is why, honestly, I liked for a while there. We saw at the end of the year, finally, the three the three safety set. Um, I think in particular is a is a set that can help in that when we had the when we had the KZ Edmonds. Minka set at times. I think some of that was there and done and designed to try to add some quote unquote help to the inside linebacker position. Yeah. I, I think you're right. And like I said, I think the better the Steelers are on the defensive line when you have players there absorbing yes. blocks is going to then make your inside linebackers better in the run game. You know, the better your defensive line, the more it should free up those linebackers to attack and make tackles. And Jeffrey Benedict's one who's been saying for a long time, Miles Jack was playing very well, but he played the second half of the season injured. So, but the, so the question is, are you ever going to get a healthy Miles Jack again? Um, Do we even need to talk about, or we just say Devin Bush, Devin Bush is gone. Yep. See you, you know, Four years. I think he, he hoped had, it would he, be a big thing. Didn't work out. Best of luck to you. Maybe you can find some it, success he, somewhere else. He had less than ten snaps in each of the last two games. At he least. had he had five in each. He had yeah. ten total. Yeah, ten total in the last two games. To me, that was writing on the wall. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. If he was someone that they were going to prioritize, they were going to make him "quote unquote" feel better by having him have more playing time there at the end. And that was, and they were more interested in winning games than making him feel better. So, thank you, Pittsburgh Steelers. That's what we want you to do. Now, big question here. No, not the big question to finish everything, but I have a, I have a question for you before I, I dive into something else when it comes to free agents, and that is this: What do you think would be money? well spent the better money well spent for the Steelers to get a Tremaine Edmonds type of inside linebacker to solidify that middle or to get the Terrell Edmonds back, Demonte Casey back, maybe Larry Ogunjobi back or somebody else on the defensive line to sure up behind them and in front of them rather than get the big person and 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 the big contract at that position, which which one do you think would be better? Um, I, I like the second option better, and yeah. here's the other reason I like the second option better. When did we notice better play from our inside linebackers? You can say the second half of the season, but in particular, when TJ Watt came back and we could get more pressure on the quarterback, when we can get yep. more pressure on the quarterback, then. Those inside linebackers that are having to go into coverage don't have to cover as long. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, and see, it, the, the offensive line coach in me also likes to talk about, you know, zone blocking. You know, if you're running a zone, I've used this phrase before. Uh, I think I've even on this show, but I know in other shows that let's say, for example, it's, it's a combo block with the, let's say it's the, the garden tackle. I'll just use that as an example. Okay. And they're, they're blocking the, basically the stack. The way we always talked about it was, was hands on tackle, eyes on linebacker, because you were basically double teaming the tackle for one of the two players to then block the linebacker based on how the tackle went, how the block went and how the, how everything was flowing. It might, as the block's happening, it might be one versus the other. But to me, if that defensive tackle is is winning that matchup, your number one priority is tackle with, with those two offensive linemen. It's mm-hmm. you, you, you keep your eye on the linebacker to try to pick up that linebacker. But if you don't block that tackle, that's even worse because you, you're not even the level two. So when you have that defensive lineman that's taking on two blocks – and, you know, sometimes it's too much where they want to grab the guy to not let him get to the linebacker. Had some of those calls last year for the Steelers. But if they're just garnering the attention to where no one can can be free to get to the linebacker, that's what makes those kind of plays better. So I'm not sure that, you know, going out and signing the Tremaine Edmonds. I, I wrote an article this weekend about a Steelers quote-unquote consolation prize because in 2019 – I didn't have the Steelers trading up to draft Devin Bush. I had them staying pat, drafting who was the best one. And I had my eye in round two on Jermaine Pratt. Now, Jermaine Pratt ended up being drafted early in round three by the Cincinnati Bengals. And he's had a better four years than Devin Bush. You know, he's turned out to be the better inside linebacker. So that would have been a nice consolation prize if the Steelers would have stayed pat at 20, drafted someone else, and drafted Pratt there. But you never know how it would have worked out. But the other thing is, now he's going to be a free agent, and who's going to be the number one guy out there unless he's signed before at the beginning of the league year? Tremaine Edmonds. Yep. Who's a nice consolation prize? Tremaine Pratt for the Bengals. Do you know anything about any thoughts on maybe the Steelers finding like the the next tier? I don't know that he's that much of a tier down from Edmonds. That's the thing there. The question is how much is he going to cost? Right. That's what that's what everything's going to come to when it comes to free agency is is what are teams going to be willing to pay? Um. Doesn't it always come down to that? What other teams are willing to pay? If yes. if the market's not, if the market doesn't drive the price up, then you definitely go out there and see what you can do. Yeah, yeah. So there there's some options out there, and then honestly, you know what's probably going to be if the Steelers end up with a free agent, it might not be one of the big name guys. It might be a guy that when they say, "Oh, the Steelers signed this inside linebacker," that I'm probably going to have to go and jump on pro football reference and, and, and pro football focus and start looking up a bunch of stuff about them. Cause I'm not familiar enough with them, that that could even be the kind of player that the Steelers sign. But to me, that's Robert Spillane signed somewhere else. You know, yeah. let's say for example, I don't know, let's, I'll, I'll pick a random, we'll pick a random. Let's say it's the chargers. Someone who covers the chargers. They're like, Oh, the Chargers signed, Robert Spillane of the Steelers. Oh, I need to go look up stuff about him. I'm not as familiar with him. To me, it, that that kind of signing from somewhere else that wouldn't be that wouldn't shock me either. Coming from the Steelers. Oh no, me me either. You know, yeah. I, I'm sure I'm sure the Steelers front office, in particular, you know, Omar Khan, you know, Andy Weidel, you know, I'm sure they have a. I want to. Um. I think they have players out there with little, little, you know, in position groups with names of free agents, and and, and I, they probably have a nice little, little um, key down there that's like you know, of of dollar signs of how many dollars you know, and what they they would be willing, what they feel somebody's worth, and what they're willing to spend on them. So they have this nice little whiteboard done up with all these names with the little dollar signs next to them, trying to figure out, you know. Hey, we figure we could get this guy at a good price. This guy not it would be too expensive. This guy, you know. I, I just have to to I'm gonna go ahead and say assume that all that work is being done mm-hmm. 
and oh, you know, it sometimes pains me to say this is is then then trust that the Steelers are looking to do what they do. Because the last thing I want yeah. to do is go out and overspend on a Tremaine Ed- Edmonds, you know, on mm-hmm. a Tremaine Pratt. We don't need that. You know, to me, when you're talking free agency, it's got to be done at the right value. Yeah. Yeah. You know, same same, same thing with trade. So, you know, the Steelers don't pull off many trades. I still, you know, still trying to recover from the heart attack I had when we traded for Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, uh, my gosh. Hey, and I, I, I did an article looked, this weekend about I that that looked, at, that looked at who was actually chosen with those draft picks yep. because I actually talked about it also on the preview. That was a trivia question. You know, yeah. and, and it's, it's you know, you, you go back and you look at it and, and you know, everything's always going to be judged after the fact of was the value there. I don't want to make a move for an inside linebacker and later look at it and say, we way overpaid for that and it set us back. Yeah. Right. Nobody can look at the Minka Fitzpatrick trade and think that that set us back. Well, he was on his rookie deal. He was his second year in the league. You know, like someone mentioned in the, in the live chat about, Oh, you're trading for Jalen Ramsey. He's got a $17 million salary this year. You didn't have that with Minka Fitzpatrick. Right. So that's, that's what made, made that, that's so good. But there's, I, I trust the Steelers. Here's the other thing. People are like, oh, are they going to cut Miles Jack? There's another option there. Sure it he's is. going into the last, he's going to the last year of his deal. People, Steelers could extend him Extending to where they basically Jackson. take his salary for this year and make almost all of it a signing bonus, sign him for another two years at whatever base salary they decided to make, that they know they might not even keep him for that. It wouldn't be much different than adding void years to his contract, except he'd actually be under contract for those years. And then and then that would lower the, the hit for, for this year. To me, I think if they're going to keep him, I'd almost rather them do something like that. Because then if you and, and if you take all eight million dollars and say, All right, here's his here's going to be his his um base salary for this year, the rest of that basically don't give him any new money for this year of what he was going to have this year, otherwise it's just a salary. And you give it to him as a signing bonus that spreads out over a couple more years. And then if it doesn't work out and you cut him next year, it's then you just have the dead cap next year, the the dead hit next year with that. You know, that's to me, that would make sense if you want him, if you want him back for this year and it would still be kind of like a one-year deal. Um, So you have that option. The Steelers are going to have options. Like, like I say that Steelers only have like half a million dollar in cap space right now. They're going to be making moves. I know, I know Wes has already mentioned about William Jackson, the third in there. I didn't even mention him with the cornerbacks because I don't see him staying with the Steelers, especially at that price tag. It would have to be for something different. They're going to free up some money in that way. Usually the Steelers are, are a place where they are in the red at this time and they have to make other moves. The Steelers don't have to make any moves right now to be under the salary cap. They don't have to make any um, to be under the salary cap, but they're going to, they're going to. So it, it's like, oh, well, they're, I thought they had space. No, no, they had to fill out the rest of their roster, but it's not going to be that bad because there's a lot of other things they can do. And I also like, I love like what the Steelers did last year. They waited to the very last second to restructure TJ Watts to figure out exactly how much they needed and to not restructure him for the max. They were structuring for what they needed. Love that approach. Love that approach. Great job. So bottom line is the Steelers are going to add, add to the position. Real quick before we get to the big question. We already said Devin Bush, gone. Gone. Marcus Allen. Gone. Back. What do you think? Gone. To me, I'm saying gone, although he might still be back in the Steelers. I'm saying gone because he's gone from my mind as being as being on the inside linebacker depth chart. They're not using him as that anyway. If he's back anyway, it's really just special teams. So to think of him in that role was is ridiculous anyway. So he he he's he's even if he's back, he's banished to the bottom of the depth chart. So in my mind, he's gone from the, he's gone from the inside linebacker discussion. There we go. Robert Spillane. Good question, right? Um, he's a coin flip. Yeah. And right now. As of, right, as of where things stand today, you know, 
the 21st day of February, I have Robert Spillane as a coin flip. Yeah. And the thing is, oh, really what it comes down to is what, and this is why I don't think the Steelers are going to sign him right away. Um, I, I, I think they let him test the market because if he gets that deal that the Steelers weren't going to be willing to offer him, yeah, they might have already offered it to him and say, it's fine yeah. if you test the market. But this, I don't think the Steelers should ever pay for him. If you really want to know more about that, read Vertex tomorrow morning, 9.30 Pittsburgh time at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com from Jeffrey and I. That'll tell you a little bit more. So here's the big question, Rich. we got to get to it. We're running late again. I'm going to ask it to you. I'll give the answer. Then you guys will all be able to answer it in the live chat, but don't answer it early because until I type it in, I'm not going to bring it up. I think most of you that are here understand the drill. Maybe we have some new people that don't. So here's the big question for tonight. Steelers have, have inside linebackers. You, you, you generally think of two starters. Now, last year you had three guys that kind of started overall, blah, blah, blah. I want to talk about the two main starters. So you're going to have to give two answers for this. Where are they coming from? Here are your options. Roster which means they're already on the roster now, which means it's got to be either either Robinson or 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 Jack. Mm-hmm. So now you're not naming them. You're just saying where they come from. Roster, re-sign, free agent, draft, or if you really want to throw it in, you could say trade. And you're going to get two answers for both of them. So, Rich, the two linebackers for the Steelers next year, Roster, free agent. Roster, free agent. Okay. Um, let's see. I am going to go with – I already put it out there so you guys can start putting your answer. I am going to go with – do I really think it's going to be Miles Jack or not? I'll go different from you, although I don't believe it. I think it could be re-sign and free agent. Okay. That it could be that they could say, hey, well, if we want to buy a big spend money on the free agent, then we're going to have to release Miles Jack. And it could even be Miles Jack re-signed back at a different deal. You know what I'm saying? But if not, it would be someone like a spillane. So that's what I'm just going to say. Okay. So remember, if you say names, not bringing it up. It's only about how they were acquired. And we've got a lot. So we've got, I might, you know, I, I'm still getting over this. If I get a tickle in my throat, I might need you to take over, Rich. But for now, I'll okay. click on him and we'll see. We got Thomas Riley saying roster and free agent. Gabriel Golden saying roster and draft. See, I didn't talk about draft. One thing I want to say about the draft. I, I, I talked about it. And I did an inside linebacker at the 17th pick this week for Mock Draft Monday. I said my opinion was it was an overdraft. The Steelers would be better off at 32. And it was it was Sanders from Arkansas. To me, drafting him at 17 is a little bit of a reach. I wouldn't be shocked if the, if the Steelers went like with a second one of their second round picks at inside linebacker. I could see it that they could then be a starter. Okay. So we didn't get to talk, we didn't talk about that much. Not a big inside linebacker draft. They don't have any Ryan Jazier types in this draft. There's a lot. Their top guys are projected in second round, maybe later. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, Brian Brown says roster and roster. So I guess we know who he, he, he There's only two there. So they, they know who saying, that is. He, he, he said the names without saying the he, names. He, yep, he said the names without saying the names. Great 103 says roster and draft. CD says roster and roster. Scott Tolliver says draft and free agent. Interesting. Tyler W says draft and free agent. Okay, Demetrio says roster and free agent, which I, I, I like that one. I, I see we got a super chat. We'll get to it when I get down to it. Okay. Yep. Um, then we got Reginald Rivers. It says roster and free agent. Steel Dog 88 says roster and trade. See, that's not crazy because, you know, Steelers work in a trade in preseason or something for someone where they're not giving up a bunch of stuff. That's not a that's not as crazy as it is something where, like, when we're talking about maybe another like quarterback, you know, um, this one would make a lot more sense to throw that in there. Um, uh, Mr. Woodside, I say that one, right. I've messed yes. that one up a lot. Roster and free agent, uh, Wes, Wes Hickok. Well, sorry. It even says Wesley Hickok. I hope it's okay. That we call him Wes. Uh, <laughs> we've always called you Wes. I hope it's all right. Wes. Um, he says roster and draft. 
Okay. Um, Brad Jewett says free agent and draft. Kathy Ford says free agent and roster. George OTJ says roster and draft. Richard Adamson says resign and trade. Ooh, there we go. Um, and then we got uh, Bart Mackey says roster and free agent. Okay. Rich, since it's here, we'll take a little break of reading them. Yep. Then I'll get back to them. We'll go ahead and do where Degeneration X gave us a ten dollars uh, uh, into the tip jar. Thank you very much for a super chat that says, "If you could trade a second round pick for Isaiah Simmons, that's in Arizona, and you got and you got to remember that defensive coordinator Vance Joseph is not that great. That's why you got fired." Do you understand what's being said? Being said here. I'm trying I to think sort he's it out. Wondering, uh, I think he's wondering, no. so I guess um, Isaiah Simmons, current ILB in Arizona. Yes. I'm not overly familiar with him. I don't know a lot of inside linebackers in the league. Yeah, I don't know much about him either. You know, if the Steelers... Yes, yes, I do understand that Vance Joseph was not great out there, which is why he was... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got you. Now I understand what he's saying. Yes, I understood yeah. what that last part is now. I just didn't read it right in the first place. Sorry about that, Degeneration X. So to me... Um, Second's kind of second's kind of steep. They do have two of them. They do have two, and I would have to see what his salary is. Yeah, um, would be the well. other thing. So to know what the salary is, everything. If the Steelers think that since they have two round two second round draft picks, if they think they would be better served trading for a starter, I am not going to complain. Wasn't it a second round draft pick that brought them Jerome Bettis? <laughs> Yeah, you know, look, this is this is one of those their degeneration X. You know, I was talking earlier with their fun little graph they probably have with a little dollar size next to folks. You know, if what they would give up is less than the dollar signs they'd have next to the guy, then yes, mm-hmm. you have to consider it. Yeah, yeah, yep. So. Agreed. Agreed. I'm just trying to say. Um, so that yeah, so the the Steelers traded a second. And a fourth, and got back a third for the, for for Bettis. Just to put that out there, um, since I since I brought that up, but yeah, I knew a second rounder was involved in there somewhere. So good question. Let's get back to our question: Where are the two positions coming from? Are the two starting inside linebackers? How how are they coming back? Uh, there we go. Yep, we both clicked at the same time. Uh, George says free agent and roster. Um, um, Wes asked a question that was answered earlier. Uh, it's the, the two were just because this is important for the question and going, the two that the Steelers have on the roster now are Robinson and Jack. That's it. Okay. And Jennifer, she says, resign. She gave three. <laughs> she says, resign roster and, and, well, and, and to, draft to, to me. Then she's thinking they've got to make three moves. Okay. Or so in other words, she's saying re- maybe re-sign to the roster and then in the draft. I don't know. Maybe that's what she meant. Okay. okay. Here we go. Tim Pratt, the second, says re-sign and free agent. Um, Hi, Tim. I, how's it going? Um, Sherry Richards says re-sign and roster. Um, oh, wait a minute. Tim, get the boat ready. Okay, there you go. Uh, King Hutchinson says draft and free agent. Um, Jerry Cherry Band says hello. Hello. <laughs> and Wes did say he does prefer Wes, even though it's the same. I'm looking through here. Da, 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 da. Do you find it another one? Because people were people right now were talking about the super chat, which I do not blame because I was a good, no, good question. I don't I don't either. Um here the, we go. Was, do you do you see another one? Um I, that's all I, I got I, so I'm, far. Nope, that's so, it. That's what I got. So. so there we go. So uh if any more pop up here as we're finishing up, yeah, the, the, they have to do something at this position. I mean, if nothing else, you just need to have depth. I mean, it, it's going to be there. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'd have to go back and see what they have, like under reserve future contracts. I know that's one of the things that we'll have to look at when we finally get to outside linebacker as well. But I I, I think they're going to build it in a couple ways. And it could even be maybe this – if this, what do you think if the Steelers completely skipped over inside linebacker in this draft? If they do, they will have already done something before we get to the draft, and which, yes. which case, then I'll understand why we're skipping. Exactly. 
or they're thinking something on down the road a little bit. Yeah, because I don't think it's going to be. Le- I don't think it's going to be left. Uh, uh, you know, we'll be going into the draft, and it'll be like, okay, they're going to get one within this range, or they've got they must have something else in mm-hmm. mind. So. Yeah, I, I I got you there, and I know we have some more coming. I'm trying to also look up something because we got another um, thing with 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 I with Isaiah Simmons. Um, Hold on, because you bringing it up. I, I had it. There it is. Okay, there we go. Um, Afton Foreign, which I have to know if they're related to Kathy or not. You, you, you got to let us you know. Just, you got to um, yeah. You just ask, ask uh, roster and free agent. Okay, right. here we we. We're getting towards the end, but we'll we'll bring up this one, of course, because it's a five dollar super chat. Another one from Degeneration X says Isaiah Simmons is a former top five pick in the draft, and still, um, I think he's been on a rookie contract. He's in the last year of of the four year rookie contract. Is the thing for twenty twenty three? Um, yeah, there's there's some you know roster bonus guaranteed. You're talking, I think. It would be three and a half million dollars on the on the cap. Then you have the question of of the fifth year option. Was it picked up or not? That's I I, I get it. I understand. Yep. It's not quite like with Minka where he was on the second year of it. So that's why it kind of gets into it a little bit. If the Steelers think it's, I'll be honest with you, anything that the Steelers think is the answer, I'm I'm willing. Up oh, there's it. Kathy's her mother. Yay! So that there we go. Um. I am we're, willing. We're a family show. That's exactly. This is the family show. I'm. I'm willing to. Tr- it's funny. I want to trust the Steelers, but look at what's been happening inside linebacker. They had it so right with Ryan Shazier, and it just tragically ended. Then you had Devin Bush. I'm like, I loved the Steelers moving up for Devin Bush at the time because I'm like, if that's their guy and they're convinced he's the guy, I'm glad they went to get him. That was my narrative when they made that pick. And honestly, he was he was an alternate to the Pro Bowl as a rookie. The, I don't want to use the injury as an excuse because you know what? Other people have overcome the same injury. He didn't. So it just hasn't worked out. So I still want to trust the Steelers as an inside linebacker. But we got to see. Yeah. It's, we, we've got to see. Yeah. We got to see. Um. I'm sorry. This uh, I, I'm I'm kind of along the line that that this is the position group that probably has the most question marks for. Yeah, the Steelers. I it mean, they, the, yeah, the Steelers have to do something at cornerback. Obviously, they have to do something at the defensive line because right now they right. they they're going to do something. But this is a, one of those other position groups that they, they got they really got to do something, and they've got to do more than one thing. They've got to yeah. do more than one thing. You know, the Steelers could get by with doing one big thing at corner or one big thing at the defensive line. I'd prefer to, you know, but, you know, still got guys like the Marvin Leal coming on YouTube. But anyway, they've got to do multiple things at inside linebacker, even if it's to, – to me, it's it's at least one thing at starter, if not for both. At least one for starter. And you need to have a good backup. You really do. So that's kind of that's kind of how it rolls. Rich, who? Next week, this will be the final. Our Scobro show will be the final podcast that goes out as part of the the, the final thing of SB Nation. Because unless they unless they turn it over to us a, a, earlier, that then the ones that go out because this one goes out just you know just before midnight um, on the twenty eighth. Then we'll hit March first. And we'll steel curtain network. That will be it. We'll be part of a bigger network. I don't know that anyone's announced the name of that network yet. That's why I haven't said it. Um, I haven't checked to know that anyone else has, and I don't want to be the first one to do it if I wasn't supposed to, but uh, it really doesn't matter to you all listening to us because if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, if you're subscribed on Facebook, you're subscribed on Facebook, if you're subscribed on anywhere you get podcasts on, on you know, Apple podcast, um, what are the other ones called? What's the one that Jeff Spotify? If you're subscribed, it's just going to be a different, a, a, a different network name. That's the only thing that'll be different. We're still going to be coming at you. Um, excited about that, and of course, 
we we've got a very similar lineup, and we've got announcements coming for the for our lineup. Some good announcements coming for our, our lineup of podcasts that we're waiting for whenever we go to launch. So make sure you stay tuned. Maybe we'll have another one, another announcement on Thursday. It's what we've kind of been doing. Um, Rich, what do you have to say to close us out here tonight? Are you frozen or are you there? Blink. Uh-oh, he was frozen. Oh, no. Big brosco. Oh, he crashed for us. So you know what? Rich Rich is excited about everything. I'm going to tell you what Rich would have said. Let's see if I can do my impersonation. All right. I'm just, um, hey, what the name that's on the podcast network or whatever, we're still going to keep coming. The Skill Bro shows is still happening. We're still going to be here talking, doing our brother thing. It's what we do. We'll be right back here the next week, with it, whether it's the last show or not, then the next week, whether it's the, the first Go Bro in the network, it really doesn't matter. We're going to be bringing it back. I only have one thing I have to say about that. Can't wait. We will see you all next time. Can't wait.